Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 25th to the 31st of October 2021. Monday the 18th of October. We have reached the time of year where we start our days in a riot of colour. Spectacular sunrises. Today was painted with broad, bold brush strokes of pink, blue, yellow and orange. There is a dampness, not quite frost, but almost. By morning, washing dries on the line. By afternoon, a light rain falls, gentle, pat and spatter. A robin calls a warning click. A pale orange and cream fungi grows at the bottom of the white hyssop. Fluted edges, round wavy saucers. The sparrows shout as a mob. I can hear long-tailed tits nearby. Long daylily foliage folds, swoons and lies over leaf-covered earth. In disarray, like stranded seaweed on the beach... Feathers catch tiny droplets of rain. Cyclamen are encroaching into the lawn. A small, thin hoverfly, almost translucent, moves about the pink wings. Five petals each, in a spiral, not unlike a ship's propeller. Fallen leaves have been nibbled around the edges, giving them a scalloped outline. I lift the toad house to look underneath, but find only a party of snails. The acer is all glory red, more so slicked with rain. A conker is stowed in my pocket. Tuesday the 19th of October. It is bizarrely mild, 21 degrees, but the wind is wild. A sparrowhawk attempts a kill, but both sparrows and hawk alike are blown and scattered by the wind. Flight is almost impossible. The sparrowhawk lands on next door's chimney pot, a dark shape against bright sun. It is knocked and rocked and eventually takes off on an uncontrolled flight over trees and away. A corrugated plastic panel from a greenhouse has been blown into our garden. Leaves whirl in the air. The dutsia and dogwood, with their supple branches, tango, arching back together, close, stem to stem. The sound of rustling leaves, both near and far, is like the endless crashing of waves breaking on a stormy shore. Wind chimes play allegro. Wednesday the 20th of October. Two crows fly and glide with outstretched wings. They flow around each other's circles. It looks as if they are playing. Their twists and turns are danced against a grey sky and fuelled by the wind. And it is windy today, wildly so. The morning becomes bright blue. All manner of green, trees, 
hedges and grass are riotous in movement. 1pm, a bank of black looms from over the field at the back. It is solid, foreboding and encroaching quickly in steady stealth. Thunder rumbles and rolls round the air, close. We become engulfed in dark before thick sheets of heavy rain hammer hard upon us. Wind, thunder, rain, so loud it is almost frightening. Furious and fast, it slams through an open window. The cats dart in, soaked through fur. We are in the roar. Twenty minutes later, without easing or fade, there is a sudden stop. Blue is revealed behind quickly retreating clouds, and it is bright sun once more. But the wind now holds a chill. The pond is full to the brim as are the drinking bowls and water butts. Earth is thick and slick, lawn sodden. Moss on a flagstone is a rainforest in miniature. The sun seems to set early in tired fashion, perhaps as exhausted as the land feels from the onslaught. The sunflowers hunch their backs, heads hung over, faces to the ground. Two have fallen into each other's arms, the shorter leaning in close, like lovers holding tableau at the end of a tragedy. They have played their parts to curtain call. Pheasants call the night. Thursday the 21st of October. A blinding blaze of sun fills the rear window as we drive out at the golden hour. Two crows hop the road together. We disturb them from their antics. The gable end of a house is on fire, covered completely with scarlet red leaves. Nightfall comes at a creep and then a run these days, a gentle approach before a sudden engulfing. The waterfront is beautiful by night. We are at Ipswich Quay, the harbour. A field of masts punctuate the view, vertical wisps from gently rocking boats. There is a soft orange glow from street lamps and restaurants. The water is ink black. Earlier, jellyfish were seen. It is bitterly cold, and in this large town, the stars cannot be seen. Friday the 22nd of October A full ghost moon sits in a pale blue sky at morning. The hint of frost is hardening. Two wood pigeons grip toes on the edge of the seed tray. They face away from me as they bob and dip to eat. Tails lift into the air and they flash feathered bloomers. Robin waits patiently for them to leave. At early dusk, Tiny flying insects fly a spiralling looped ball in mid-air. They whirl to the background sound of a helicopter circling nearby. The sun does not so much set as slip gently away into a thinner line in the distance. The sky is layered with thin strips of cloud, muted grey and blue, tinged with orange, apricot and pink. Birds begin to settle to their roosts. Gone-to-seed lettuce stands two foot tall now. Another unexpected rainfall has left the world damp and sodden. The lawn is spongy, 
moisture-laden mosses. A beautiful lilt and trill call makes me smile as I lean against the old gatepost. After work and in the remnants of the day, I have a cup of hot bitter cocoa around which my hands warm. The finest drizzle hangs in the air, water suspended, defying gravity. It is the kind that seeps into your bones. Crows fly to treetops. The looping flights of blue tits crisscross the sky, home time commuting. A horse whinnies, a magpie laughs. There is a clap of feathered wings. Long-tailed tits bubble chat to each other as they settle together in the wall of bramble. Red berries look almost sinister in the gloom. A buzzard cries good nights. Saturday the 23rd of October. Self-seeded snapdragons are springing up everywhere. A thick carpet of leaves scrunch and crunch underfoot. The large heavy heads of the sunflowers have dried and the seeds prize out easily. Bright green clover is decorated with a purple spot on each leaf. Cow parsley with feathered fractals returns low to the ground. It is a grey day and cold. A rambling rose hangs ten-foot spiky limbs laced and twisting through trees and dotted with red hips. Tiny bubbles cling to pondweed under the water like translucent silver baubles on a Christmas tree. A small fly walks the water's surface, too delicate to break the tension. A small light aircraft appears silently from cloud then disappears quickly again behind the banks of grey. A tiny spider floats past on a gossamer thread, up, 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 a vanishing dot, relocation. Small cat wends his way about my feet. He has mud on his nose after pouncing on a leaf. A wood pigeon flaps onto a branch of fir, which bobs and sways from the heavy landing. I bring in with me, green, the leaves of ivy, cow parsley, creeping cinquefoil and yarrow. The song thrush is beginning to sing again. Sunday the 24th of October. A red kite glides slow and low past the window at the front this morning. Flat fields are surface rippled with bird backs. Rooks and crows, pheasants with their long arched tail feathers trailing the ground. The sky is layer upon layer of pale blue and purple tissue paper. It is becoming quite cold to sit out after work now. The plum tree is almost bare. It seems unbelievable in this state that not long ago it was hung with sweet purple fruits. Chickens croon and bock gently. A wood pigeon pecks at hawthorn berries high up, clumsy, unsubtle. A spray of starlings flash over. Three wood pigeons flop into the cotoniaster. The smoke bush with smooth round leaves is variegated, half purple, half green. It leans out over the fence from two trunks, 
a sturdy V and old. I can hear the faint tiny sounds of blue tits. The large yellow rose gives again. The sounds of jackdaws echo around the sky. Pheasants bark close by in the field behind. Syncopated rhythms of bird calls from the air, from the ground. The fuchsia has disrobed nearly all pendants of pink. As the cold comes in, the natural world undresses. Exposed, it will stand with feet planted firmly in the ground and declare its strength. I am here. I will survive. The sun lays lines of gold over stubble field. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire or follow more of my works by visiting my website jenny-may.com.